Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Hello everyone, sorry for the delay in bringing you this fourth series. I'm a waste man, but I'm also Jack Beaumont, a.k.a. the Reduced Section Rambo, a.k.a. the Real Slim Sexy, a.k.a. Il Capo to Tutti Cappy to Tutti Fruity. Let's dive straight in. I've got bits and bobs to tell you about, but I'll do that after we've absorbed the initial brushstrokes of Rickshaw Seamus' portrait. He's the trilogy man in this series. Get on this new jingle and all and knock your blocks off. Crime, 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 now, a lot of people tend to use a fake name, alias. I'm guessing, well, do you want to use one or do you not give a fuck? Uh, I suppose, yeah, could be known as Seamus, I suppose. Seamus, <laughs> alright, yeah. <laughs> I'm right in thinking that most of what we're going to talk about takes place in the States. Yeah, yeah, all in America, yeah. Okay, so tell me, when did you go there? Where did you go? Uh, I went there in 99. And uh, I was there for like, Jesus, over 17 years. Yeah, cool. yeah I came back here. I oh, only so came back fucking five years ago. May, May 2016, yeah, was, was when I came back. So uh, it's been interesting coming back, you know, from the States to, to Ireland. And then, you know, I said, fuck, I couldn't live in Ireland because it was too quiet. So I decided I'd try London out. So I've been here in London and I had contacts that I knew from the States. The people who got deported. <laughs> oh, <laughs> fuck it, right, let's crack into it. So you've gone to the state. Where have you flown into? The Bronx, in New York, and 242nd Street. What I did was, like, painting and decorating, and then I got into the rickshaws, which were, like, the bike taxis over there. So I worked, like, big events. I worked, like, Super Bowls, NASCAR races, rodeos, inaugurations, college bowls, rose bowls. When Obama got elected, I worked that one. It was like 1.8 million people. Worked all like big events where there was money. You make a couple of grand in a couple of days. It was handy, you know. You go to the next event, the next one. We always knew the Super Bowls were the big money. Big, big money. The inaugurations were just like a chance. You didn't know if it was going to be good or not, but it turned out it was just a gamble. So you go down to Washington for the inauguration? To work the, yeah, yeah. And how'd you get your fucking pedicab down there? We'd take a truck. Right. Big fucking truck. Load the rickshaws on the fucking truck and head into DC, you know. 
And then people from DC who are rickshaw drivers knew that we were from New York and they didn't fucking like us. <laughs> Did it ever get a bit tasty between the two rival? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We'd fucking rob the wheels off their tyres and shit so they couldn't work the next day. Oh, you're uh, coming into their town and you're doing that to them? Yeah, well, they were fucking with us too, you know, so we were like, we were over. New York, we don't give a shit. <laughs> we have an attitude, you know. So if you worked in New York, you could work anywhere because you had that hustle. Right. You had the fucking New York hustle. You can't make it in New York, you can't make it anywhere. That's what I say. But you just had that hustle. Any standout stories, anything really mental happened to you in your time in New York or at the inaugurations or any events? Well, yeah, yeah. There's, there's like, um, where can I start? Where can I finish? Um, the arm robbery charge, when I had that one. That was down in Florida, just before I did the rickshaws, and I was doing security. And I was working down this place in Key West in Florida. Mad fucking place. It's like the most southernest most point in, the, in America. It's like the tip of Florida, right at the tip. It's nice down there, it's nice. There's also mad too, mad clubs. I was working with this place. We had a strip club upstairs. We had about 13 bouncers working in the place it was mad so it's a club huge. with a strip club upstairs with a strip upstairs and then it had like a outback with a deck with DJ and stuff like that it was people everywhere chicks buzzing around everywhere it was like it was, it was like the toughest the toughest like that it, it survived there on, on the door like working because you have like a lot of fights and, so then I wound up getting mixed up with some of the Hells Angels guys working down there and they kind of liked me because I was able to fight and stuff and like imagine like having a guy fucking twice the size of you and going hey man I need you to protect me I'm like going you don't even need protective dude like the fucking size of you like you know like really and they fucking you know knock the fuck out of you fucking because you had to you could join them or not or just do the bustle work the little work you know running around doing shit for them <coughs> especially like collecting money on the door <coughs> making sure they get their God stuff. Like we used to bring the strippers into the fucking with the wet t-shirt contest. So sometimes we'd have girls, but sometimes it wouldn't be enough girls. So we'd have a shitload of fucking guys in there. They're all waiting for girls. So we bring the girls down from the fucking from the strip club. They don't fucking know. Be up there, the highest bidder. They get to hose down the girls. So the guys turn up hundreds, two hundreds, you know. So we'd have a, a shower on the stage. The guy gets the hose them down, whatever. Then the girls would be drinking in a broken down fridge, you know, cool room. They'd be drinking there, getting them hammered, free drunk. Girls getting on stage, doing the maddest, maddest fucking shit. Like some guy threw up a fucking cucumber and a fucking stick of cucumbers in the man. It was like, fuck, it was mad. It was like two and two, four and four. So what the fuck is this, man? This is like fucking... I like the cucumber stuff, but I'm also <laughs> curious as to how this ends up with you being charged for armed robbery. Yeah, so it turned out anyway... I was hanging out with the man and fights and stuff and everything and you know we'd have the pool table like fucking it was full of coke you know you'd be playing pool and the next minute the fucking board would go over the fucking thing what the fuck do this for and I was the fucking coke fucking doing the fucking lines and so you're meeting guys you're meeting the lads talking with them you know of course the other one's always fucking Irish and Irish and I go yeah, yeah of course yeah Fucking never been to Ireland, like, but my great grandfather was Irish and this and that. That's when they really cling on to all their ancestry over there. Yeah, yeah. So why don't you fucking go over there, man? You know. So they took a shine to me, liking to me, and anyway, this one guy hired us to fucking to work for a fucking party. He never fucking paid us, and then we found out then he fucking owed money to a lot of other fucking people, and one guy said, "Look, I'll pay you so so money if you can get fucking the money that was fucking owed." So we were like, okay, sound, how are we going to do this? 
So fucking four of us went to the fucking guy's house, man. We all had guns. And lucky enough, when we, we get there, right, one of the lads has fucking shot his fucking dog. Goes into the fucking house. We go in there, balaclavas on us, rough him up a bit, get the fucking money, tie him up in a fucking chair, right, duct tape from the whole lot. That was grandma. I was just fucking standing there, man. I was, wasn't really fucking doing much, man. Standing there, doing all the fucking shouting that the other guy do. He controlled it, everything. What kind of things are you shouting to the other guy? Just like, you fucking piece of shit, motherfucker, cocksucking piece of shit. Who the fuck do you think you are? Who the fuck do you think you are, you motherfucker? Fuck with us, everything, you know? So that's grand, man. But it turned out to be your downfall because we made too much noise. And when we fucking came out of the house, then the cops were waiting for us. They busted every fucking one of us because the neighbor called the cops. We were in there too long and uh, we tortured them too long and basically just fucking, uh, we got fucked at the end. You know, so so I think we just fucking should have just kidnapped him and just, you know, tortured him there. But they just tortured him, they got the money. Everything would have been grand. But they didn't torture him that little bit longer. I think it would have been, we probably wouldn't have got caught. What kind of shit are they doing to Just fucking hitting him, man. Hitting him, torturing him, man. Pistol whipping him, you know. I just had him tied to the chair and everything. Just easy, man. It was so easy. Like, he went, like, just like a little baby, man. Just fucking so easy. It was just a shock of us all coming in. He wasn't expecting it. Because the Yanks like to talk a lot. They're all like to talk. I don't hit shit. It's the fan. They're fucking quiet as a mouse. Nearly crying, man. Fucking cons, man. Cons, man. You know, plus the cocaine, too. So they do a lot of coke. So it gives them a lot of fucking power, energy, everything like that. They think they're fucking talk to people. They're like, dude, who the fuck are you talking to people like that? You don't get away with it. But when you get away with so many times, then you get the encouragement. You can do it all the time. It doesn't work like that, man. Yeah. You know? So I got fucked. We all got arrested, man. There was cops waiting for us, all pointed guns at us, everything. I was done doing me for armed robbery. I was getting fucking three or four years or some shit like that. And then it turned out the gun that I had wasn't loaded. It wasn't a loaded gun. You know? Thanks for not telling me, Les, by the way. <laughs> Well, it turns out a stroke of luck, though, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So does that bring you to what happened? down, yeah, yeah. So I, I got out after, like, fucking, fuck, ten months in fucking Florida. Is that this jail or is that the prison? Did you get sentenced? Or yeah, 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 yeah. Orange County. Crime. Right, let's talk about that. You walk in, first day in Orange County. What's it saying? Florida. The first guy I met in there, I knew from a hostel because I was staying in hostels down there in Key West. I said, "What the fuck are you in here for, man?" He said, oh, "I got, I got six months for what? Strangling a cat." First <laughs> guy he talked to's in there for strangling a cat. Yeah. What kind of guy was it? Just a fucking guy from Ohio, shaved head. We're getting their food. Jails in the states and here are way fucking different. Here they're treated like fucking royalty man but over there it's different so you have your tray plate you go up get your chicken burger string beans mashed potato that's it he's sitting there so I'm talking to him right this fucking big guy comes over man fucking tattoos big fucking Spanish guy heavy fucking he's coming over to me now is he gonna fucking test me what the fuck right, you're gonna have to fucking hit the guy you're gonna have to do fucking something he comes over right over looks at me looks at the guy but you got my chicken burger? <laughs> and he goes, yeah. And he sticks the mark. 
gives it the jiggle, but man just grabs it, eats it, starts walking back down to the other side. So automatically you realise you're having lunch with someone who doesn't get to eat their own lunch. <laughs> yeah. And he was bigger than me. Fuck, so. I'll tell you. <laughs> if I was you there, I'd have been bricking it. I was thinking, right, it's only a matter of days until I get my fucking chicken burgers nicked. Was that the case or did you manage to hold on to your chicken burgers? Yeah, no, I did because, because um, it's basically he owed fucking for cigarettes and shit like that, man. He owed the guy the chicken burger because the chicken burgers worth a lot of money. So are cigarettes in jail too. Oh, so he wasn't getting completely punked out. He was just basically paying Old. back a fucking debt. All right. Yeah. That's day one. That's day one. Yeah, well, what else you got from fucking... Day two, I put him with this guy. He's another biker, Hells Angels guy. I didn't know him, but he knew people that I knew. Vice versa, because when I was working doing the security, I'm on good behavior so I can watch TV. But we don't have TVs in your own room. You have a fucking screen. You're good behavior. 40 guys been there. You watch TV. He's like, yo, tonight we're watching TV. You have to vote wrestling. What do you mean wrestling? Basketball? You're wrestling. But I don't understand. Man, you vote wrestling. You vote basketball. We gotta vote wrestling. So I had to sit there and watch fucking wrestling, which I fucking hate. And I played basketball in school. Because I had to watch it just to fucking just please to, them. Yeah, just to play along the racial lines. They don't tell you that shit, bro. They don't, they don't tell you in the jails about that shit. Because they're so fucking... They lie about it, man, you know? They don't tell you everything what's going on there they hide it they hide it they know they fucking know they hide the fact that it's completely segregated by race yeah and so you're forced to vote for something you don't even fucking want to watch on TV because otherwise <laughs> you're going to get your head kicked in by the fucking white guys yeah. yeah you know how do you deal with that man well basically you've got to buckle down right otherwise you're going to get your head kicked in is that fair yeah that's basically it man you know what choice you sink or swim you cry how big's the white community or the, I say community how big's the white gang See this? What? 7%. The Russians are pretty cool, man. Beginning with them. Irish and Russians have a good connection. Because you have the M13, the Bloods, you have the Crips. You have so many different fucking groups, man. In there. My mate bought a toaster. We go through celebrities' Amazon purchase histories so you don't have to keep calm and love Dom Jolly novelty keyring yeah, and fridge that. magnets. Yeah, I love that. The G-spot. <laughs> the good vibrations, guys. Green dot laser sight rifle oh. gun scope. I've bought that quite a lot of times. I think. Right, okay. The sex doctor's guide to keeping it hot. Oh, interesting. Did another child come along nine months later? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Loads of great apps up now and new ones dropping every Monday. That's My Mate Bought a Toaster from Great Big Al. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. 
PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improved jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Give me a taster of, of Mardi Gras during the two weeks you spent there that time. First day I got there, I knew where the fuck I was going. There was no like phone, Google Maps, nothing. I just had like a map. I go, hey man, take me over here. You know where it is? I said, I don't have a fucking clue. <laughs> I only just realised how ludicrous it is you're turning up to an alien city and trying to get fucking work. I said, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how the fuck are you getting away with that? I suppose when people pay... Well, you, oh, you tell me. I, I, I'm guessing... When people pay for a, for a rickshaw or a pedicab, whatever, they're paying for the experience of being in a pedicab mm. rather than actually where they're going. Do you get any pissed off customers not knowing where you're going? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. You'd always get it, but, you know, they're so fucking drunk. I mean, they don't really give a fucking shit anyway. I just one time in fucking Florida, it was like Super Bowl, like the night before the Super Bowl, we were working in a rickshaw. I were fucking waiting for people to come out. It was like a concert going on. And these couple come along, girl sits in my bike. Oh, you're looking very fucking lovely, very beautiful. Oh, you're Irish. What's my fucking husband? And fucking say the same thing. This is all about her. This is uh, very nice of yeah. you. Um, could a girl like husband hocks in, two of them are arguing like fuck. Arguing, 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 right? Get down to the pub. The uh, husband goes, I ain't getting out fucking here. Well, I can go with the Irish guy for a ride. Well, fuck you, fuck you too. So then I'm fucking cycling the bike off. Yeah, all I'm gonna fucking do with is check here back just out of my fucking rickshaw. Are you chatting to her and stuff? Or? Yeah, yeah, chatting to her every night, right? Having a crack with her, like, well, I'm in my head, my mind going, fuck, what the fuck am I gonna do with this fucking girl? So she's like, she's like, 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 like a walk on the beach. I said, that fucking sound, yeah. So I pulled the pedicab over, fucking went for a walk on the beach with her, started kissing her. She gave me a blowjob, right on the beach. Then she's like, oh, would you take me back? I said, yeah, yeah, no fucking problem at all, you know? So, cycling her back, Nice one, great fucking blowjob. Take her back to the bar. My husband comes out of the bar and goes, How much do I owe you? Oh, that's cool. <clears throat> I go, I go, um, $45? <laughs> that $45. is the best negotiated. Uh, have, you, have you ever had a better negotiated ride than that? No, not in that kind of way. Gary on my wayward club. The second time we went to New Orleans, this guy called Jack was his name from fucking Carolina, I think it was. 
Uh, anyway, he had these rickshaws, and he's like, listen, man, you guys take my rickshaws up to fucking New Orleans to work the Mardi Gras from Florida, and, you know, pay me the rent, whatever. So we had, like, about... It was me. It was a fella, Gilly, from Ireland. A fella from Ukraine. A fella called Larry, who was an American guy, ex-college basketball player. And we're using this guy's fucking rickshaws that saves me at the time my, my bikes were in fucking New York it was a big hassle taking from New York to New Orleans it was much easier to go from Florida so uh, you drive there get to New Orleans stay with Reverend Tony who's like the second year which I had known from the first year we're back Reverend hey great to see you is he charging you by the way yeah he was charging us of course it turned out anyway the taxi commission guys who were all fucking carrying guns were fucking looking for us man when you say taxi commission these guys that work for a, a union of taxi drivers yeah, yeah 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 they've got their own muscle with guns and shit. yeah yeah it's fucking, fucking bad the guns man and they're all like fucking threatening us with guns and shit and fucking trying to put us in handcuffs and say you're going to jail up this I said what the fuck man we're riding a rickshaw it's Mardi Gras like, they don't have the fucking authority to do that do they? so they fucking it's America man they do what they want man the fuck do the one sure do if you can have basically a, they, a fucking militia for the taxi basically you just go right if you had a fucking I know it might be hard with your accent but if you were a cop American had a fake badge go and put up say you're a cop who the fuck are they gonna know you know show if you all a fake badge so these guys are these guys posing as cops or they're just saying they're gonna fuck you up anyway are they no no they're, they're, they have taxi commission they are taxi commission people so they use the authority so let's say if you had your car go fuck it I'm doing taxiing this week that's what they're all about, you know what right. I mean? They're watching you, you know what I mean? But they have to have guns and shit. So, they all carry that, you know what I mean? So basically, yeah, fucking threatening us, you know, if they catch you one more time working, you're going to jail, you've been warned. So basically, they arrest you, put your handcuffs, give you a bit of shit for an hour, and go, right, we're gonna let you go. We'll see you again. You won't be getting out of jail. There was, it was like, what, five of us? So I got caught, like, Mardi Gras day. At like six or seven o'clock in the morning or some shit, I got caught. But I think the Ukrainian guy was caught the first day. Kenny was caught the second day. Larry was caught third. But uh, so anyway, Larry was a I was an ex basketball player. I was at his family's house, had a nice dinner, the whole everything in Orlando. So we're in Fort Lauderdale. So you got to go four hours to Orlando. You got to hit west Route Ten to go through. You know. Georgia, Mississippi, Alabama, Louisiana, to go through that. So we stopped off, the family had dinner, that was grand. Fucking, uh, after the Mardi Gras, I had about fucking, that day I had like $1,100 on me. And uh, I said, hey Larry, I said, oh, fucking get a bit of fucking Coke or something. So Larry said, yeah, I can get Coke, man, I can fucking Coke, man, I can get your Coke, man. I said, for oh, you on coke? Yeah, man, I'm on coke right now. It's just, it must be fucking good shit, man. It's fucking off his head, like, jumping around, like. So I'm like, okay, bro, this is, uh, let me just fucking, let me go get some money. I had money on me. Right, I said, let me go get fucking money. Because I wanted to see how much money I had on me. Plus, I didn't want to be going to a place with a shitload of money on me to get fucking coke. Don't do that. It's really, really stupid. If you have a chance to get rid of your money, put it in the fucking, so put it in the church. Now, not to the church but you know I'm gonna get my money back fuck the church <laughs> I can't get enough money as it is so I take up like whatever like fucking 60, 80 dollars 60 bucks go get coke so I go with Larry anyway I said we left the place walking I said where the fuck are we going Larry you know I see these like houses and shit 
I said the X, like X2 dead here, X3 dead, or X2. That means there was two dead after Hurricane Katrina. Fucking hell. They still hadn't cleaned up the mess, man. There were still houses that were fucking empty, and people were squatting in the houses. All in downtown fucking uh, uh, New Orleans, man. Shit. It was mad. All of them. You just see the marks, like X2, 1, 3, letting know how many people were dead in the house. And the people come, they collect the dead bodies, and then they fucking, you know, that's it. So we're in this fucking place. <laughs> we're like, first of all, I was like, I didn't fucking trust you. Quit this fucking house anyway. There's fucking three black geezers in there, white geezers or whatever. What's up, man? What's up, man? How's it going? What's going? What's up? Sit down in the chair anyway and well, fucking hit the pipe like the crack. I said, Larry, I said, I thought you were getting me coke, man. Same thing, man. Same fucking thing. It's not the same fucking thing. I don't want fucking coke. I don't want crack, man. I don't want, I don't want fucking crack is, but I don't want fucking crack, right? I think in your position, I would have probably smoked the crack. But um, maybe we'll get into that. Please go on. So, <laughs> right. So in the room, guy fucking looking over at me, sees me arguing with fucking Larry. What's up, man? I just want coke, bro. I don't want fucking crack. That's all we got. Let's fucking coke, man. I don't want fucking crack. So I got up to leave. Guy pulls out a nine millimeter, Smith and Western, points it at me. Motherfucker, you go nowhere to smoke that fucking shit. I said, look at him, bro, I'm not a fucking cop, man. I, give me the fucking pipe, I'd hit the fucking crack. Give me the fucking pipe. Sat fucking down, smoked the fucking pipe, came around once, hit it again, came around twice, hit it again. I said, bro, can I fucking go now? I'm not a fucking cop. And then he goes, yeah, man, you can go. I said, here, take the money, man, out. Look, that's all I fucking have. Sixty bucks. It's hang on. So you've hit the crack twice, and now three you're, times. Three times, and now you're walking out of <laughs> these spooky ends where there's fucking marks on the door saying how many people are dead in there. Yeah. And did you fucking walk off, leave Larry in there, or what? No. Well, basically, fucking Larry came with me then. Come out. But he's like, oh, I'm gonna go back in again. And I was like, all right, Larry, I'm going to fuck out of here. And fuck you, by the way, you fucking prick. I didn't know that Larry had a crack problem. He had he had a crack problem in high school. He had this fucking nice family, you know, and, and then it wasn't until fucking your man Jack says, oh, yeah, man, Larry's a fucking ex-fucking crackhead, man. He's been in fucking out of fucking homes and shit and everything, and fuck, he's back on it, ah, for fuck's sake. Your man's like freaking out back on fucking crack, man. But your man pointed the gun at me, and he goes, you don't smoke it, you're going to get it. You're going to get a pop. I looked at him, and I, I had guns pointed at me at different times in my life. First time when I was, like, fucking 11, 10 years of age, I had a farmer, yeah, I had a fucking farmer point a fucking double barrel shotgun at me. What were you doing? I was asking him about pet lambs and wanted to buy a pet lamb. The cop wanted to fucking shoot me. So ever since then, you know, having guns pointed at me at a young fucking age, I kind of like grew to mature it. I haven't like freaked out. Some points have gone at me now. It's like, yeah, well, okay, whatever, man. Because I've had it done to me before at a young age. Yeah. So having guns pointed at me now people see okay well this guy's had this shit before he can tell because people ain't freaking out some points are going at you you're going to fucking you're going to twitter something's going to happen you're going to cry something's going to happen you're going to beg you're going to you know what I mean I can confirm I can't imagine <laughs> if, if some geese are fucking pointing a gun at my head I'm on crack and I'm crack and your mind is on crack yeah I would do what he said not suck his dick though <laughs> <laughs> well <coughs> never say never but, so um, for a cheeseburger <coughs> Crime. Crime. 
unless you want to push on right now, I kind of want to ask you if you could just describe the sensations of crack. Because I think I'm pretty sure most of the listeners here would have done fucking packet at some point. But how does it compare to crack, basically? Well, you're just fucking whacked out of it, man. Like you're just like kind of like spaced out of it, man. You know what the fuck to do? You're thinking fucking mad fucking shit. You're like fucking, you're jittering. You're fucking all over the fucking place. You're like. Fuck man, fuck man. How the fuck is this fucking get out of this fucking situation? How come I, suppose, I want yeah. this fucking shot? It's a bit different taking crack in a nice, chilled out setting to one where there's a geese who's previously pointed the gun at you. Yeah, because he thinks I'm a cop. Then he knows when I smoke it that I'm not a cop. Yeah. You see, you know what I mean? Then that whole tension thing has gone down. You're bringing it down instead of fucking bringing it up. Yeah, so that, you smoke the so, crack and the tension is, like you said, lowered. Does yeah. That, does that mean that. Are you cracking jokes? Are you getting on with these geezers? No. <laughs> what are you talking what's the topic of your conversation with loads of fucking cracked out blokes just fucking I had them like I'm from Ireland where they don't know where Ireland is one guy goes I don't know any islands around here <laughs> <laughs> bet you don't bet you can't spell it either <laughs> so you fucked off now you fucked off with Larry but not Larry <clears throat> sorry Larry's gone back and then I, I called Jack oh man I didn't know Larry was a fucking yeah man he's a fucking Fine fucking crackhead, man. He's bad, man. He lost his scholarship, everything, basketball, everything. I was like, did not even think it. He was a fucking. Uh, he was bad. He was bad. But does that necessarily mean he was doing crack whilst he was working with you, or does that mean he just had a problem and he relapsed? He just relapsed, yeah. basically, because he 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 fucking had made so much money. He was doing seven eight hundred dollars a day, bro. When we had money, done a lot of like, hard work, made a lot of money. First thing, yeah. Crack. God always got me fucking killed, man. Every woman, every man, join the caravan of crime. It's crime club, it's crime club, it's crime club. Everybody take a stand. Join the caravan of crime. It's crime club, it's crime club, it's crime club. Crime Club does not encourage people to get in situations where they might be forced to smoke crack at gunpoint. It certainly doesn't condone strangling cats, but we are sympathetic to people who are forced to vote to watch wrestling by the whites in prison. Next week, see some Crime Club alumni from Series 1 return to tell us about their time picking fruit and veg on the farms of a Britain in lockdown. Needless to say, they got up to no good. And before I pat you on the batty and send you on your way, I'll announce that Crime Club is expanding in two directions. One of these is a blog. It's called Crime Club Gonzo. And in it, I provide behind-the-scenes info in mildly entertaining prose. New posts go out on Mondays, much like the new episodes. Hit the link in the description of this episode to find the first one, because it's up there right now, if you think you might enjoy a five-minute read. And I'll leave you with radioman John Holmes to explain the second bit of news. See you next week. It's crime club, you fucking back to front. There are notable... Chronicles of Narnia by C.S. Lewis, The Martian Chronicles by Ray Bradbury, The Chronicles of Riddick, that terrible 2004 film starring poor man's actor Vin Diesel. But to add to all of this, now come The Chronicles of Tarquin, Volume 4, with Jack Beaumont. Want some of it, do you? Well, it'll be on Patreon. You know, that thing every other sod does these days. It'll be on there from Monday the 1st of February 2021. Sign up, chuck Jack three quid to spend on heroin or whatever he does, and it'll be yours. What's more, at the end of each series of Crime Club going forward, there'll be an extra long bonus ep for Patreon Patreon types. Again, just three quid. And because Jack Beaumont is A, lazy, and B, work shy, that'll only be 
two series a year max, so that's just six quid a year. Do you want to slip into Crime Club's back door for six quid? Of course you do. Link is in the show description or Google Crime Club Backdoor Patreon Patreon. As C.S. Lewis himself wrote in The Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe, his allegory of Christianity, get some of that in your ears, Aslan, you cut. Jumpers and bags Buy a tank top Ooh, ooh, baby Fucking tank top Get it all now My name's Jason Fleming The More Than My Past podcast will see me talking to a wide range of inspiring people. People who have confronted and overcome addiction or imprisonment or both and turned their lives around. I did mad things that was hurting myself and hurting other people. Everybody grows up in a house called normal. Heroin addiction and chaos was my normal. Some people don't understand the word moderation and uh, I was definitely one of those people. The More Than My Past podcast. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.